are now listening to Wisdom from North podcast with me, Jannike Einias. Here I will explore topics such as metaphysics, spirituality, personal growth, and in general, how we can create good lives for ourselves. My intention is to find some answers, but perhaps more importantly, finding new questions to ask, because there is always something new to discover in this wonderful universe that we live in. In Wisdom from North, we're passionate about helping you take your spiritual growth to that next level. That's why we are collaborating with some amazing spiritual teachers and partners who offer free webinars and classes. Go to wisdomfromnorth.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent. Now, please enjoy the episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Christine. A warm welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, Yannicka. It's my honor to be here and I'm wonderful. Thank you. I'm looking forward to our conversation. At first, I was wondering if you were actually Swedish because of your last name, Bergström. There's not many Americans that have the uh in their names, and I do as well. So are, are we like brothers and sisters in Scandinavia? <laughs> we are. My beloved father-in-law uh, was adopted from a Swedish orphanage in, I believe, 1943, um, so yes, there's definitely heritage there. And, you know, anyone who's Swedish will will ask me about that because they recognize the name. Right. And I have seen you on YouTube and I wanted to have you on the show because I know you have some profound mystical experiences. And I always love hearing about that. And I know my audience too, because, because it really gives us more perspectives on our existence, why we're here, what's possible, like more pieces of the puzzle, so to say. 
but you are a hypnotherapist and I know that, you know, all your history, your life inspired you really to help other people. That that's part of your life mission. And we might speak a bit about breath work and hypnotherapy as well, but I would love to hear about your mystical experiences. However, before we dive into that, did you have like prior to having these mystical experiences, did you have any religious beliefs? Were, were you religious or spiritual at all? That's an interesting question because uh, even though I grew up in a home with a lot of dysfunction and, you know, all of us have our own problems, right? But there were definitely issues in childhood, some generational addiction, alcoholism. And so there was a lot of density that I experienced. Um, but despite that, my mother was actually always very spiritual and always open to, you know, different concepts. She even practiced Buddhism for a short while when I was young. And she always talked about reincarnation and past lives. And back then I rolled my eyes at everything. I was just like, oh, come on, you know, probably like my kids do to me now, but I didn't take any of it seriously. Although I was always kind of asking internally the deeper questions, like, why am I here? What's the point of all of this? Um, but I didn't have any strong beliefs per se myself. Hmm. So I would love for you to take us through what you actually started to experience and everything that you feel is relevant to that. Sure. So kind of backing up, I did experience a lot of difficulty when I was younger, just a lot of feelings of uh, feeling disconnected and sadness. And while there were many happy memories, I just remember being just a sad child for the most part and not really understanding why. And of course, with the difficulties at home, I eventually developed some coping mechanisms just as a means for survival, like most of us do. And that actually led me down a path of addiction. So for a while, my life was very challenging, went through a lot of struggles. Um, and then I came out the other side and life was looking up, it was looking better. And on paper, you know, it, it looked like I had every reason to be happy and even ecstatic and grateful for all the things that I had overcome and everything that I had in my life. But I still had what I refer to as this hole in my heart. It was just like a missing piece. It it was a deep sense of all I can describe it as, as feeling disconnected. And I remember being a young child and feeling this way. I would be out in nature and, you know, just laying there under the sun and just feeling this sense of despair. And so fast forward after I had overcome all these challenges, I was like, why is this feeling still here? It doesn't make sense. And so I started going on a path of really working to understand myself more. And I knew I had to do something different with my life career wise. The work I was in wasn't bringing me any fulfillment, any meaning or purpose. And so I decided I was going to go back to school and my original plan was to be a psychologist. And so I started going down that route, um, started taking some different um, studies in addiction, thinking perhaps that was going to be my field. And it just didn't feel quite right. And 
in addition to that, I saw, and from my own experience, I saw how those practices can kind of be limiting. You know, you hear about people going to regular talk therapy for 15, 20 years. And again, not trying to knock that profession at all. Just for me, it didn't feel aligned or like it offered the kind of transformation that I was really looking to help people with. And on a deeper level, what I didn't realize is, is that what I that is what I was looking for myself. And I was given that gift because I eventually um, stumbled across a um, an acquaintance who had went to hypnotherapy school. And she said, you got to check it out. If you're going to go to a school, you have to go to this particular school. And so I called up and within a week I was signed up. And it was really interesting because I really had no idea what I was getting myself into. And I joke with my husband now because the kind of work I do now with clients, the experiences that unfold, I literally had no idea. I thought I was just going to be guiding people into these meditative states and reprogramming their mind. I had no idea that I would be helping people with childhood traumas or past life traumas. Um, but what happened was um, even before I actually started the training, so I signed up for it, but training wasn't going to start for a few months. And this was summertime. I started having mystical experiences uh, in my home in the middle of the night. It was kind of like my soul planned this whole thing. And it was kind of giving me a sneak preview of what was to come. I was woken up in the middle of the night one night with clear as day, um, a woman speaking into my right ear. And I was freaked out because I had never, I didn't even know what Claire audience was at that point. And she was talking about the power of Jesus Christ and how I should really believe in him. <laughs> and um, so again, I was kind of freaked out and I was even hesitant to tell anyone because I thought they're going to lock me up. They're going to think I'm insane. But it was just as if someone was actually speaking into my ear. It wasn't a voice internally. It was like someone was in the room speaking into my ear. And um, that summer, some more events happened. I uh, kept having these mystical experiences, not really understanding what was happening. But uh, I eventually started hypnotherapy school. And it was just a rapid fire unfolding of these really amazing experiences of which the most profound was an experience I had through breathwork. So just to kind of, um, you know, explain what breathwork is, it is not hypnotherapy. It's a different kind of modality that involves deep conscious connected breathing that has some similarities because it puts you into an altered state, but it tends to be a little bit more intense and more powerful. And for me, by the time it was time to practice breathwork, because in the training, you have to kind of practice all of the techniques you'll be doing with clients. And you not only have to facilitate those sessions, you have to be on the receiving end. So you have to be the client. And it's so beautifully designed like that because you get to go through your own transformation process. So when it was time to do breath work, that was 
the perfect moment in my life because I put it all out on the table. I basically met, uh, made this intention to God or this declaration that God, why am I still struggling? I've done everything I'm supposed to do in life. Like I don't understand. I'm just going to throw everything I have into this session, my whole heart, my whole soul. And I'm going to just give it all I have. And please just answer this for me. And so what happened is through this breathing practice, it starts to bring up all of your suppressed emotions. And at that point, I had suppressed 30 some odd years of emotions. And all of a sudden, I get this feeling like I am being pushed. And I start screaming, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And it's funny because I have like awareness of not only what I was experiencing, but what was actually happening in the room with my facilitator. And she says, you don't want to go where? And I said, I don't want to go to earth. And I had this feeling like I was being forced and I was being pushed and basically what was occurring was I was coming from this beautiful, loving place full of unconditional love and just the most beautiful, warm hug you could ever imagine uh, to this dense place where I was taking on all the emotions and beliefs of my mother. And I was making a conclusion right there in that moment of incarnation that I'm not wanted. I'm not wanted and I'm not good enough. And why did you do that, this to me, God? So that session changed my life because not only did I release, you know, 30 years of suppressed emotion, but I had the most beautiful conversation with God, with my guides, with my mother, you know, all this inner dialogue happening. And I got to reframe all that. And God explained why I was, you know, why I was coming here and that I wasn't actually forced here, that I actually signed up for this. I agreed to this. It's just that at that moment of leaving that beautiful place and coming into this 3D realm, it was too much. And so that's why for a moment it felt like I was being forced um, but I was reminded you, you weren't forced, you signed up for this, you actually picked your mom, you picked all of these challenges, and now you're here to help others and to share this information. And when I tell you that I experienced such a profound state of bliss, I can't even articulate it after all of that was released and I was reconnected with this truth, I... I can't describe the words that I felt, not only in that session, but for the next three weeks of my life, where I say I was literally living in a different reality. Uh, I believe that process um, awoke in my kundalini energy, and it popped open my third eye, <laughs> and I was literally living in another dimension for about three weeks. I was seeing colors in a much more vivid way uh, all the sounds were more intense more beautiful every emotion was more heightened i was hugging people on the streets i was just filled with this love and i thought 
why, why aren't we all feeling this? And if I could just give others half of what I'm feeling right now, it would just solve every little issue in the world. Um, eventually that did dissipate and I came back down to, to this reality, but that session changed my life. It, it changed me in a way that I can't experience life the same. That hole is not there. That feeling of despair, disconnect is not there because I understand my true essence and I understand what I'm doing here. And now I get to share this work with others. It was, it was a profound experience. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, so interesting and fascinating to listen to. And I've interviewed a couple of people who've had pre-birth memories, but, but this is different. You actually mm. put in the energy. Uh, it wasn't just something that you remembered, but you put in the energy and you did an exercise and you practice and then it came. And that's what I heard when I went to this uh, ashram in India, when I wanted to become enlightened, I think it was 15 years ago. That was like a goal. That's not the goal anymore. Um, but they told me that either you can have a mystical experience through bliss or grace, that it just happens, or through practice, 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 practice. And it seemed like, you know, you just cracked open. Uh, but then, like you said, it dissipated a bit. Um, but I do believe that we do get help. In the beginning, when I started my spiritual journey, I got also uh, some mystical experiences, and then they also dissipated. So it's sort of mm -hmm. like, yes, you know, we're going yeah. to show you this is real, but then you have to continue the work if you're going to yes. more. I want to circle back to your experience with speaking to God and your guides. Now, was that in that mystical experience when you were doing that breath work and you saw that you were pushed and you didn't want to come to earth? Was that when you also started communicating with God? So he sort of explained to you as the adult, Christine, what was happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this practice that I'm speaking of, uh, the way that we teach it in this hypnotherapy school, which I'm actually an instructor for now, um, there is an emotional release that happens through breath work. And so it's important that the client, or which was me at the time, um, continues to breathe until and then express the emotion. So get it all out. So if you need to scream, if you need to tell someone off, if you need to punch the chair, like you have to get it out of your system. That's a part of the cathartic release. And then after that, a conversation is kind of facilitated by the by the hypnotherapist between you and whoever the characters are that are presenting. So at first I had a, a dialogue with my mother and just kind of, you know, told her how I was feeling about all of this. And then it was time to talk to God. And so, you know, for the first part of that conversation, it, it was authentic in the way of, I was, I was upset and I was mad. And I think that's a key piece that many of us don't allow ourselves to feel or express, but we can't actually move past that and get to the other side unless we honor those feelings. So if you're, if you're mad at God, if you're mad at anyone, you can be mad at them. Doesn't mean you have to act out in real life, 
but you can literally go into meditation and allow yourself to express all of these feelings, even out loud, um, directed towards God or that person as a way of releasing all of those pent up emotions. So that's really what it was about. And this was all more of a feeling experience for me. I was not seeing anything per se. Um, but the feeling was so intense. There wasn't a question what was happening. It was just a knowing that this is what's happening and here's God and let's have this profound conversation. Wow. Um, did you get more insight also from your guides about why you chose this life? And Because I get that you found that it was hard in the beginning but it almost, uh, my thought was, it almost seemed like then that, well, is this the first time you're going down to this earth? Have you been incarnating on other places since this was sort of a shock to you? Mm. Yeah, it's a great question. No information regarding other lifetimes came out in that session. Now, through other sessions, I have learned that I have been kind of repeating these same cycles with this family over and over and over again. It stops here though. <laughs> this is the last one. Um, but I think what happens is, is when we are on the other side, we are just so full of the truth of who we are and the love of God. And we are eager to come here and to help. And so we we look down at little earth with those little problems and we know it's all an illusion and we say, "Oh, I can handle it. I got this. No big deal." And we, you know, we take on big tasks not realizing that when we get here, we're going to forget all that. We're going to be stuck in the density. We're going to think it's real. And so I think it was just that contrast of that unconditional love and in the density of this plane that is a shock to the system. I really understand that such an experience can change your life because you can never take it back. And now you know and, and explain things and, you know, that feeling of feeling a hole inside of you we're gone. And I think so many people are feeling this and they're not resolving it. And then you have this amazing feeling of being in love with everything that I've also heard some people all of a sudden uh, experience. Uh, is it like that you can tap into that again? Uh, because then you know it's real, that it's possible and that's who you are. But you said it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. dissipated but is that something we sort of can learn to cultivate in ourselves as human beings or do we need sort of to become spirits to do that before we do that to me that's the ultimate goal is to be connected fully connected to divinity but to be also fully grounded in this human experience that is my goal am i there yet 100 no but what happened after that experience is for those three weeks, I was fully connected to the divine, but I wasn't fully grounded in my humanness. And so then, you know, I settled back in, grounded back into my body. And then it was like, I had two, three years of how do I get that feeling back? How do I get that feeling back? And kind of this, this frantic searching. And that's not what it's about either. So I think for us as humans here in this reality, you know, we have to be realistic in in this human experience? And is it possible to feel like that all the time? I don't think so, because I don't think we're meant to. Can we get glimpses of that? Can we know that truth in our heart and live with that truth? Yes, absolutely. But to live in that state of ecstatic bliss, that's not why we came here. We came to experience all the not so fun stuff too, and all the emotions, the, the good ones, the not so fun ones. And I think that's the goal, honestly. Would you give some advice to those who are feeling what you were feeling? You know, this, I, I feel whole inside. There, there's a uh, there's a longing inside of me. Like I have this and I have that. I think a lot of people can relate to that. I whole, have all the stuff that society tells me I'm going to be happy with, and yet I'm not happy. Like, where do we start searching? Mm -hmm. I think everyone's different. Every path is different. But if you just start following the breadcrumbs of the things that either light you up and bring you joy or that you're really interested in, because I had a genuine, general interest in our purpose here, in the human mind, in the psyche, in the soul. And so I think that for me is, is why all of this unfolded, because I started following those breadcrumbs. And I could never have guessed that when I made the initial choice to, you know, have a changing career, to start going on this path, that it would have brought me here. But every step was kind of one step closer. It was unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. But also, um, in addition to that, is being willing to do the deeper work by looking at these aspects of self that maybe we have shunned away, that we're ashamed of, that um, we're not proud of, right? to look at these aspects of self and really love and accept all parts of ourselves. And 
you know, go on a journey of healing, whether for you, that's doing inner child work or doing breath work or just developing a meditation practice. But I think the following the breadcrumbs is is a huge part of it. I'm going to jump over to something else because I remember in a video, in an interview, you spoke about uh, some other experience you had with some entities, uh, dark entities. And I found that a bit interesting because you said that uh, darker entities, uh, they are may be latching onto people who have a low vibration. And I just thought about my own depression in my 20s, why it took me so long to get out of it. And if I would have raised my vibration, you know, that it could go faster, that perhaps I had also some negative entities that were keeping me down. Uh, and I, I think it's an important topic because um, I think sometimes we let ourselves be sort of in uh, a sort of darkness, uh, be in that victim mentality, because we have a secondary gain by being there. You know, you, you don't have to really pull yourself together and believe in yourself because, and when you believe in yourself, you can be disappointed again, people can reject you. So there are consequences for that. So sometimes it is a bit comfortable for the ego to be a bit low in the energy, right? So I, I would love to speak a little bit about that. If you would like to share that experience you had and why you think you experienced that. Sure. So I'm not exactly certain which experience um, you are referring to, because I have several with entities. Um, it's uh, my colleagues refer to me as the entity queen. Not sure I want that name, but uh, for a while there, they were showing up in in my practice um, a lot. Um, and not only in my practice, I had a couple of experiences personally with entities. So the first, my first kind of taste with them um, was happening when I was having all of those mystical experiences. I woke up one night in my bedroom, but my eyes weren't open. It was my third eye that was open, but I was totally aware and lucid. And next to my bed was this probably about 12 foot being with a long robe. This being felt loving and good and very, um, very much from a higher dimension. And then I looked towards the foot of my bed and there were these two shadow beings that scared, scared me to death. Um, and so I think that was my first experience with entities. Um, I had also personally an experience when I was going through treatment that I do believe may have been an entity leaving me. Um, so, and this was wild, this was well before my spiritual awakening. And I really had no idea what an entity even was, but I, again, was kind of woken up in the middle of the night and I was given the most loving feeling. Just, I was hanging out in pure white light. The love of God is all I can describe it as just absolute ecstasy. It felt like I was going to explode with love. And it felt like I was there for a good little while. And then immediately it was like that feeling was ripped from me. And I got the feeling that something was trying to 
all I can describe it as is suck the soul out of me. It was dark and it was just this feeling of something robbing me of, of my essence. And at this point, I was gasping for air. You know, when you're having a nightmare and you, you're trying to scream, but nothing's coming out. That's what was happening. Finally, someone heard me stirring and they woke me up. But I do believe because I was, you know, on the path of getting better, that that may have been an entity that was leaving me. It knew time was up, you know, and so perhaps it was, you know, resisting it. Um, but fast forward to in my practice, I have had experiences with entities where um, I go to put someone into hypnosis, for instance, in parts therapy, we were getting ready to connect with a part and instead of a part of the client coming forward to speak, it was clear that this was an entity. Um, and it was a very scary entity. So it's not a fun thing to talk about, but it is a real phenomenon. And so, yes, entities are attracted to lower vibrational thoughts and um, people with addictions and alcoholisms. It's even said that addictions can actually create uh, tears in your aura which allows for those energies to kind of come into your space and latch onto your energetic field. Sometimes they're actually uh, loved ones that have passed on, but they didn't quite get the memo that it was time to cross over for whatever reason. Sometimes people believe that they're going to go to hell, so they don't cross over. They don't follow the light because their belief system is, I'm going to go to hell. And so they do anything to stay here. And so sometimes they can actually latch on to humans. But, you know, and I say all this not to instill fear in anyone because <clears throat> we can all, you know, work on our personal vibration and tend to our thoughts to ensure that that doesn't happen. Because the truth is, is, you know, um, if you work on yourself and you work on these shadow parts of yourself and you work on raising your vibration and healing, you're not going to be a match for these energies, but it is a real phenomenon. It's a real thing. And I've, I've helped them cross over. So I've had uh, many people that had an attachment and I actually spoke to the entity and got them to cross over into the light and it was miraculous because some of these clients had life-changing experiences after that. One woman had uh, insomnia for 25 years and we get to a breathwork session and come to find out that there was an entity attached to her. And so we released it and she texted me the next day that she slept like a baby that night. So it, it's a wild thing and kind of scary to talk about it, but it, it is a real phenomenon. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want to scare people or make people afraid. At the same time, I am a spiritual investigator. Like, I want to know what's out there. Uh, and one thing is that, okay, darkness, does it exist or does it exist because we believe in it? But mm -hmm. I actually do also believe that there are entities that are existing, no matter if I believe in them or not. 
but um, we can look at it in another way. Like if I have a higher vibration and I don't give that attention, I probably won't attract it either, maybe. Uh, However, how could we know if we have entities attached and are they then attached 24 seven or are they like coming and going a bit? Yeah, I'm not exactly 100% to be honest with you on if they are attached to you 24-7. I do believe that some of them, um, they can't create energy on their own. So they do need to feed, it sounds terrible, but they need an energy source. So for those, they probably are attached 24-7. But how will you know? Well, that's a great question because I had no idea. And, you know, all of my clients had no idea. So it's very possible you would not know. And is it beneficial for you to know? Probably not. If you do have an inkling, I highly suggest starting to do this deep inner work, starting to look within, heal the shadow parts of yourself, meditate, 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 work on raising your vibration, practice breath work, and it's naturally going to resolve. Absolutely. Mm. And breath work. Could you share a little bit about that? I've just, I've never practiced it so much myself. Um, I've tried it a bit, but it seems like that is really a fast way to open up spiritual abilities and to really connect. And, And why is that also? It can be uh, a fast way. Everyone's different. Some people hate breath work because it is a lot of work. I don't sugarcoat it for my clients when I prep them. Um, Now, let me back up and say breath work really is kind of an umbrella term of which many different styles and variations of altering one's breathing pattern kind of falls under. But this particular breath work is a very deep conscious connected style of breath work so not yogic breath work where you're just breathing slowly and blissing out it's deep it's through the mouth into the diaphragm uh fast so inhale and exhale is very fast and it's deep um and why it's so powerful is because well many reasons but a couple of the main ones are it helps us to access a heightened Uh, and altered state of consciousness. So much more heightened than, in my opinion, even hypnosis. Um, And it also accesses the limbic system of the brain. This is where we store memory. So this is why sometimes in a breathwork session, memory that you may not have conscious awareness of can pop up into the conscious mind. But it also allows for a cathartic experience that I was speaking about before. Um, because our breath is intimately connected with our emotions. How we breathe is how we live. And when we are stressed or overwhelmed as humans, we tend to breathe shallow or we actually hold our breath for even a millisecond. And when we do that, we stop the flow of emotions, emotion, energy in motion. And so Emotions are meant to move through us and be released. But when we stop breathing and we hold our breath or we breathe shallow, we actually block the flow and they become 
energetic blocks within our physical body. Real energetic blocks, in, in my opinion, can lead to illness and disease. But um, when you do this deep style of breathing, you're actually releasing all of these emotions and they start coming up. So it is intense because imagine feeling 30 years of anger or sadness in one session, right? So it starts to come up. It can be even a physical experience, meaning it's physically uncomfortable, but they come up so they can be released. And often clients will have, you know, a real cathartic experience. So it allows for the releasing of suppressed emotions. It also allows for a heightened state of consciousness where we can not only heal memories, but we can access higher parts of us that we don't always have access to. We can access our higher self. We can have, uh, you know, mystical experiences. All kinds of things can unfold in a breathwork session. Mm. Fascinating. Uh, what is the biggest insight you have received through these mystical experiences? The biggest insight is... Um, it has to be, you know, through that profound experience that I had, it's just that um, we are God, we are a fractal of God, and we never lose that. That is who we truly are. We came here for a specific mission. And in my opinion, we're actually here for the, the great awakening to assist humanity in that, um, which you're doing as well. Um, but that is that is the most profound piece of insight that I've received. It's that I God is within me. I don't have to go to a church. I don't have to look at anything outside of myself, including a substance or another person. Everything truly is within, and we always have access to it. Very inspiring. Uh, Christine, I have three questions that I ask all my guests. And the first one is, what is self-love to you? Self-love to me is loving and accepting all parts of us, kind of as I was speaking to early, earlier, we all have these aspects of self, and many of us have shunned parts of ourselves. We're not proud of these parts. And so self-love to me really is taking all these parts in and and seeing them and hearing them and loving them and accepting them and then integrating in into us. Mm. And what is happiness to you? Happiness. Happiness to me is living a life filled with love and joy and experiences and really sharing the love within with everyone in your life. Hmm. And what is the deeper meaning of life from your perspective? So this has evolved for me, but I think for this life here on earth, we actually came to experience. That's what I think we came to do. We came to experience and to feel all the whole range of emotions. So on those days when we are sad or depressed, we actually came to experience that because it's such a contrast from our true nature. Yeah, that makes sense. It's been so inspiring having you as a guest. And if people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? Sure. So my website is christinebhypnotherapy.com. 
and I do uh, offer private sessions, um, albeit at a limited schedule because I'm working on some programs and some other exciting projects. But I'll also have a breathwork workshop available for download on my website shortly for someone who perhaps just wants to dip their toes in the practice, maybe not have a one-on-one -on -one session, but go on a personal breathwork journey uh, with music. So that'll be available shortly. Exciting. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show and all the best of luck to your wonderful work. And thank you so much for sharing these inspiring stories. Thank you so much. This was a lovely conversation. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light from here.